What's up, everyone? Welcome to the My Favorite Horror Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Ackerman, here to provide a behind-the-scenes deep dive into the world of horror as an art form. A little bit about me. I've been a Los Angeles-based film producer, writer, and director for the past 24 years who was bitten by the horror bug at an early age after watching A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. After working on a few thousand hours of television and producing a few dozen features, I've recently released a trilogy of books under the My Favorite Horror Movie moniker, which document passionate biographical essays of the genre by 150 horror filmmakers, actors, musicians, painters, journalists, film festival directors, and beyond. For each episode of our podcast, we'll have a different co-host and guest to detail their journey as horror artists, and I'm thankful to have you join us. For our first episode, our co-host will be writer, film threat contributor, and my creative partner for the past 24 years, Chuck Foster. And our guest will be my other close friend and collaborator, the actor and filmmaker, Felissa Rose, both who are a major part of all three of my favorite horror movie books. So let's get into it. All right, so now it's time to bring in our guest host for the day. It is Chuck Foster. Hello, Chuck Foster. Hello from New York. Now, Chuck and I have been uh, partners for, I don't know how many years, 22, yeah. 23 years. We uh, didn't like each other when we first met and uh, because he was an asshole and I was a dumbass. And uh, somebody said, hey, uh, one of our, our, our good friends back then who were a mutual friend said, hey, you know, Chuck likes horror movies, right? And I was like, oh, really? And then so I went up to Chuck and I said, hey, you like horror movies? And he said, yep. I said, oh, okay. And then we were, we've been inseparable ever since, besides the fact that he moved away 20 years ago like an asshole and went to New York to be a New York asshole. Yeah, but that's all right. But in the, in the time, the three or four years that we had together uh, in, in, back in the uh, late 90s, early uh, – yeah, late 90s, that's what it was. Yeah. Um, that was probably only about three years. We, did, we shot a million photo shoots together. Uh, we, shot, we recorded about – 50 albums together because uh, we were roommates uh, and we made a movie or two together and we've been writing movies and stuff ever since and trying to get things going. We're so. actually still making movies together. You know, yeah, we you still really are. Look. Yeah. Yeah. We still don't hate each other. We kind of <laughs> <laughs> kind of made a pact that if we'd still do hate each other, we're still going to force each other to be together. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's how it goes. It's it's, uh, it's it's like being you know being married or something you know <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and not like wanting to go down and pay for the divorce yeah yeah it's, it's just too much money to deal with at this point we're fucking stuck but at least we're far away we don't you you got married and you 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 torture someone else I'm yeah. I have a girlfriend and I torture her so uh, we're, we're good we're good we 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 have to we we uh, bring our torture to other people. And one thing I will say, you know, when when we met, um, you know, it was very it was odd. I, I felt like I couldn't talk to people about movies because of what I what I was into. And I remember one night um, with some uh, this other group of friends that I, I had before I met you putting on. Um, uh, what was it? It was called Nightmare. Well, 
it's now known as Nightmare City. It's the Umberto Lenzi movie. Yeah. But it, it's I had a VHS of it in like one of those big clamshell things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was City of the Living Dead or City of the Walking Dead. I, I can't fucking remember because Gates of Hell, the the Fulci movie, is the same fucking shit now. You know, yeah. those, those titles like combined. Um, but uh, you know, I put that on. And my friends were just like, why'd you fucking make me watch that horrible piece of shit movie? And I'm like, this fucking movie's awesome. What are you talking about? You know? Um, and yeah, it's just like, and and you and I, like, that's all we would do. Fucking watch these movies. You know, I mean, it it, it didn't matter. Um, you know, was, we'd watch anything. You turn me on to death game. I mean, that's, that's oh, something yeah. I stole fucking... You know, and I, I stayed up until fucking two in the morning to watch that movie. I should have gone to bed. Yeah, I, had to work. <laughs> yeah, I remember you, you introduced me to Nightmare City, and that was the first movie I was like, oh, there's some running zombies. And yeah. so that's a, that's a favorite of mine. I mean, uh, you know, all those what, they, they come out of the airplane with the machine guns with Uzis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Kind of toward the beginning <laughs> of the movie. And and they they have all these ridiculous scenes with the, the you know the zombies are running around. Well, Lindsay says they're not zombies; they're fucking uh, uh, people who are infected with uh, radiation. But whatever, they're they're still fucking zombies. It's like twenty eight days later; they're still fucking zombies. Um, yep. But um, you know these these really just gratuitous scenes where, like in the hospital, this the zombie rips this nurse's like her shirt open so you see her tits and then he stabs her tits off you know i mean it's just like so completely unnecessary and over the top but you know i mean you know my wife jen she fucking finds that movie completely hilarious it's just so ridiculous there's like no reason for this shit to be in there but um it's every reason to be to be yeah (laughs) so see you're in new york uh is it is it like that now is everyone just uh chopping off uh everyone else's tits (laughs) um well it's interesting here it's you know it's a combination of it's it is a much quieter new york but then you still have these pockets of people uh you know enjoying themselves i i had to go down to uh the uh, the, to get a prescription, you know, cause I'm old and, yep. uh, I walked past a park and there were all these fucking people in there with the kids, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, I, uh, it, you just go, what's, what's with the social distancing? And there are all these signs in the park. I, I walked past this big sign outside of the park. You must be this much feet away. And there's actually arrows going, you know, to either side. Um, stuff like that it is yeah and when you get to to the stores like you know the the pharmacies uh-huh. um they only are allowing something like 10 people in there at a time uh-huh. so you stand online outside for about an hour to get in oh, shit. Uh, yeah so at least over here i was in the shade the last time i went to the other one it was uh i was standing in the sun and that that sucked yeah. It was like a warm day, like, uh, you know, one of these early warm days in, in the spring. And like, great, the sun's beating down on me and I, I just need my my blood thinner, you know. Yeah. And the, I mean, the, New York's the, wor- the worst state in the country right now when it comes to how many deaths per day and how horrible it is. But it, it's it's probably way. I mean, obviously, it's way tougher for New York to, to deal with this because there aren't a lot of open spaces like there are here in L.A. where I, where I live 
or easy ways for you guys to just drive out uh, in your own car. And if you needed to go to the mountains or something, you could do that. You, you guys can't do that. You got to get in a fucking subway. There's a million people there still. Everybody's still going to work. So uh, right. I'm sure it's fucking that, that's the main reason why New York is so bad right now. Uh, there are a lot of people who, um, you know, who have cars, but I don't actually know them, you know. And uh, I, I did speak to a filmmaker, a local guy here um, who went upstate. And he's got property up there and he, he's, he's hanging out up there with his family. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's, it's most of the people here are, yeah, you're stuck in trains. And, you know, there's a they, they just recently over the past week, they put in that ordinance where you have to wear the face covering. And a lot of people are still not doing it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I went to the corner store to, to get some beer or something and and the the guy, you know, no gloves, no mask, nothing, you know, he doesn't give a fuck, you know, and oh, like, okay, you know, <laughs> meanwhile, the other guy was sitting there, I don't know what he does, he stalks or whatever, he, he's sitting there on his phone, he's got the gloves and the mask on, I don't know, it's yeah, just, you know, a lot of people don't take it seriously, um, I actually, for a completely unrelated reason, I, I went to the hospital on Wednesday morning, and, um, one of the guys in the, in the ER there was uh, uh, he had come in from Kansas city to help out New York. And uh, I, I thought that was really cool. You know? Yeah. It's like people, yeah. people actually are coming in from other States to come help out here. And then that, that means a lot. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. Did you, did you thank him? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I, I thanked him several times. Like <laughs> that, you know, when he first told me and when I left, uh, he was a nice guy, you know, and yeah. I could tell he wasn't from around here. I heard his accent, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. Keep keep staying safe out there, and uh, hopefully this thing will start to die out. Uh, yeah. Why don't Why don't we bring on uh, Felissa Rose? I think she's ready for us, so let's uh, let's patch her in right now. All right. Hey, Felissa. Thank you. Hey, welcome from New York. Yeah. Yeah, what? So it's the first episode. It's a. Uh, it's good to have you. Um, yeah, yeah, you got the first. Popping your cherry. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, yeah. I like that. All right, good, good. Yeah, well, I had to. I had to have. Uh, you know, all three of us editors of the my favorite horror movie books. Uh, to start this thing off, you know. Because I worked really, really. <laughs> I had very. I had very few sleepful evenings over those books yeah <laughs> i definitely did you. thank you i applaud you i'm an yeah. asshole yeah, yeah, it was fun <laughs> it was worth it dogs now so it's it's uh we're what, what day is it april 19th 2020 and we're in the middle of our quarantine yes it's been, uh, what about five and a half weeks Felissa, I don't remember how long now. I don't know. I think we've all lost count. Where are we? When is this, you know, coming to an end? Uh, it's terrible for a lot of other people, but it, uh, on my end, I'm enjoying being able to just be forced at home and not do anything else but be creative and make some music. Uh, Chuck and I have already written a, a script, and uh, and yeah, and now I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Getting things done. I, I think I'm I'm like that one of those kids that uh, 
picks up a toy and then is like, ah, I want to play with it for a couple hours. And then you put it down and then you have to go pick up the other toy. And then all of your toys are scattered around the room and you don't, Aww. you know, you, you can't focus on one, but it's kind of nice because these are all the things that I've been wanting to do for a long time. So that's good. So uh, that's what, a good use of time, you know, while you're home using the, uh, your creative energies and really figuring out where to put your focus. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's what I'm doing, too. I'm never home. So I'm happy to finally be home, bond with the family and do some creative things. Yeah. So and wh- how are you keeping yourself busy with the family? And um, Well, I've done two movies, two animated series. I've done a shit ton of press because I had three movies come out in the past few weeks. Rootwood for Jennifer and A Nun's Curse comes out in a couple of weeks. So I've been doing a lot of interviews and. We're gearing up to hopefully do a live Casualty Friday, the podcast they do with Kane Hodder and Tiffany Shepis. Um, and just really busy with homeschooling. You know, now I'm a cook and a teacher. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and so were you were able to do movies in the in the meantime, or do you are you doing voiceover or something? Right? Yeah, two iPhone movies. Oh, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah. Well, so, can can you talk about those at all? Um, you know, I don't know. I haven't really gotten like clearance. One is with okay. Michael Ferrati, who I absolutely love. And the other yes. one is with Anthony Leone, who I've worked with before. And Courtney Palm is in it. Mm, and Christian, yeah. I worked with Courtney. Um, yeah, so, you know, both cool and fun and interesting characters. One, I play like a drunk kind of weird aunt. And another one, I play a raging lunatic. Yeah, what the hell is going on? When you when you say iPhone movie, do you mean um you know like sort of this sort of thing like we're doing now, like a found footage thing, or just shot on iPhones? One was shot on my iPhone, so it was like, oh, this is the beauty of being home. <laughs> yes. Um, so one was shot with my iPhone. Did we lose Christian? Oh, and the other one was Zoom. Oh, okay. Zoom. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, and we'll so see. there were mul- multiple people in the yeah. in the shot. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm, I've been wondering if uh, how many people are. It, it would be kind of cool to do like I'm. I'm probably spilling, giving somebody a great idea right now, but it'd be good to do like a murder <laughs> mystery or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, I won't, I won't say it. Yeah. Well, I won't say it, you know, there there was unfriended in in those movies. Uh, you know that yeah. whole genre of stuff. You know. And, yeah. you know, even, even now you could do the, this is the perfect time to do the zombie apocalypse thing, you know, <laughs> everybody's sitting at home looking at their phones, you know, what are we going to do? Uh-huh. Or get in the streets and take footage of all the cob and the night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like 28 days later. I, I uh, just bought a camera for that. Working. What's that? I just bought a camera to do that. Uh, it's coming in the mail, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go 4 a.m. do some. Get some shots out there, you know, kind of steal them from my car or something. Uh, but what were you saying? You, you and I. Yeah, you and I are also like prepping a TV something or other. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, let's let's, let's like keep, that. <laughs> keep yeah. going. At least we have time to focus on it because. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna uh, la- do it. Last year we made so many movies and you were going on so many conventions. It was hard to even get together. Even when I'm working in the same town that you live in, it's hard for us to even. <laughs> Uh, even have a meeting. But we have a good movie that came out last year on Lifetime. Yes, Stopped we did. By my doctor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you, I enjoyed that quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. I it's just, 
Just got covered uh, by Preston in Fangoria. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, oh, uh, you're from New York, right? Oh, born and raised. Yeah. Uh, what part? Um, I was born in Manhattan in the village downtown on Carlton, okay. on Carlton, Charlton Street, Charlton Street. Okay. Um, and then my family moved to Long Island and I lived in Brooklyn and Queens and the Bronx okay. and everywhere. I okay. love it. I'm a like diehard, eat, sleep, breathe, New York. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you'd you'd be surprised to see it now. <laughs> it's it's quite uh, interesting. There, there are still a lot of people out though because it's New York. You know, I mean, yeah, you, New Yorkers don't like to be stuck inside. But oh, so you're there right now. You're in, yeah. Um, Whereabouts? I live in Brooklyn, in Crown Heights. Oh, yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. I wish all my New Yorkers a ton of love and stay well. Yeah, yeah so what yeah. is it like there, Chuck, with the, um, yeah, how are the streets and are a lot of people out? Um, I mean, it's it's really odd because um, there there's definitely a decline in the amount of people you see on the street. You know, usually there's just people out and about everywhere. But then one day I went out to the uh, to the grocery store and there was a car accident on the corner and of course, now the whole corner was full of people. I'm like, well, good luck social distancing. Got the hell out of there. And, um, you know, the, and you see things like that, like the building next door, the people over there, they, they were having a sidewalk party last week. And I'm going, are you guys kidding me? You know, no! <laughs> I, you know, and and but when you go out, you it's definitely different. You see a lot of people, everybody. It's now mandatory to have your face covered. I think it is in, in California now, too, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, everybody with the, the the gloves and the masks and, and when you do see people, they, they are. It is a lot fewer, but um, they're still out there. It's like a sci fi movie. I feel like I feel like had I been cast in a movie where everyone was everywhere with masks and gloves, I'd say, this is so ridiculous. This would yeah. never happen. Yeah. So to yeah. actually go, any, I mean, the only place I go is the market, and to see everybody covered up, and, you know, it's like trippy and strange and surreal, you know? Um, but yeah. hopefully we're through the worst of it and we'll come out stronger and better and kinder for it. Yeah, hopefully. I, 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 you know, I, I haven't been out to the market, so I've only had my stuff delivered the past like five, four or five weeks. So I, I don't know what it's like inside a store since you know uh, the first yeah. week or two. Uh, I can't get delivery for food here. I mean, not other, at all. Other than restaurants, but like grocery deliveries, I, I gotta go out. I don't know. They, I tried, and and none, no place would do it. Oh wow! Yeah. Shit. I have to go out just for my sanity because I live in a house with dogs and kids and a husband yeah. and chaos and crazy and schoolwork and just that alone. Doesn't that make your head spin? So yeah, I, no, that's too I much. have to get the hell out. Yeah. How many pets do you have besides three kids? I have two <laughs> lizards and two dogs right now. Two, two, two lizards and two dogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's been a while since I've been there. So I, I yeah. haven't, I haven't, I haven't counted all of them. I know. <laughs> Whenever a Christian comes over, it's like, you know, the door opens and it's like, ah! You know? Yeah. And, and something going on. But I have three kids, so it's like, there's always, I mean, well, before the pandemic, like, my door is an open door. Like, kids in the neighborhood always here, and um, they're very social and active, and I love that. I mean, I think that's the way. I love having, like, the whole neighborhood in my house. Yeah. You know? 
pizza and, for everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and what? So what's it like being a teacher now then? I suck. Are you able I'm to like, discipline the kids to sit down and be like, okay, <laughs> let's do this? There's a picture of me trying to discipline anybody. Um, my, my, and they know I'm the biggest pushover. My kids are like, um, no, I don't feel like doing it. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your favorite subject? <laughs> um, PE. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's your least favorite subject? I'm just like arts and crafts. Let's, let's, <laughs> or, let's write a poem, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'm really I, bad. So I assume Darren is taking over those duties then. No. No? Like, <laughs> just let him run wild. Right now. <laughs> No, he's crazy. He's always writing music. He's playing drums right now as we speak. Oh. Um, Do you have a studio hidden away? He created. He made this the um the garage into like his own little music studio. Oh so, really? Yeah, because it's like a it's it's like an L shape. So he took over and put his drums and his horror posters and um, he, but the horror posters and the horror DVDs and Blu-rays are, you know, covering my whole house. Ah, uh, so it's a uh, as yeah. they should. Yeah, yeah. So it's his cave. I hate the term man cave because that's the bullshit term. No. But it's, it's his. It's his getaway. It's his getaway. It's his like hang, and I agree with that. Yeah. Everybody needs like a a fun zone. We should call it that a fun zone. Yeah. You know. So he has like the garage, and I mine is like the living room. You know, just I don't care. Again, easy. Mm-hmm. I try to be. And and what is Darren? So Darren's working on uh, some new music for his new band, or yeah, okay. He's working on new music. He's setting up a new tour. He was on tour this year, so it's cool. I'm yeah, proud was of him. He, he was in Europe or something, right? He was. He did. Uh, no, he just did a national tour, and now okay. he was supposed to do his European tour in April. Obviously, it's April. He's not going anywhere. We were actually supposed to both leave for Germany like one day apart. Oh, I was really? The weekend of hell, and he was going on his 1960 oh. tour, and yeah, and now we're stuck with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know a few people we're, who were supposed we're to go still, out. We're like best friends. We have everything in common from the obviously the animals, the kids, and horror movies. Yeah. And drinking wine. Yeah. What? What more do you need? Animals, Get kids, and up horror a movies. Bunch of horror movies, and we <laughs> have the same humor. So we love, um, we love Chris Lilly. We love every sitcom the same. We love, so we have like the, you know, which is good. You need that in a long marriage. Yeah, yeah. Are you a big fan of Death too? What's that? A big fan of Death too? Um, I don't know. I don't. No. What is that? Okay. Death, the, the band. Um, Chuck no, I'm not really. I mean, Chuck. I know about. Like, okay. Said, oh, of death. I think you were saying death too. It was like a new oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, oh, also, no, of yeah. death? Yes. yes. Okay. He was, yeah, doing yeah. A, he was doing a tribute album. Right. Really? With James Murphy. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought it was like a new band. I'm like, death too. Yeah. I haven't yeah. heard of that yet. Huh. Wait, Darren's working with James Murphy? Yeah. Yeah, he produced his album, uh, World Under Blood. And James and I. Wait, mean, James Murphy? Yes. Produced Darren's album. They're super close friends. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, James has come and stayed with us for. I mean, like, you know, from before. I think we even had kids, or when we were having kids. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Way back, but like 
he's like family. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. The things yeah, we learn a... on podcasts. Yeah, you get... Yeah, you gotta invite me to the studio. I want to meet James Murphy. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, he, he lives in Florida now. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but whenever he's in town next. Yeah. Territory. Yeah. As I I saw uh, LCD play a few years ago, and it was it was like the best show of the year. It was absolutely phenomenal. Like, just brought so much more to each track that you're you know you used to the studio recording, and then it, there's this glorious intensity to to the to the to the songs live but it's like holy shit totally different yeah, yeah. very powerful good stuff yeah yeah so um ha- so let's uh, let's talk about some horror movies then because that's uh, you know mostly what you've been doing lately except for you know the stuck by my doctor film uh, like tell us about like some of the, the the roles that you're like most proud of these days like um, well, I just wrapped a movie that I'm super proud of called Scream Test that was written and directed by a buddy of mine in Florida named Bob Cook. And mm-hmm. it stars um, Vincent Ward and Dave Sheridan and Darby Hinton. He's actually a Western. He's known for his Western movies. Um, it was a great cast, and it's very similar to like Knives Out. And wow. I, Now, look, I, I play, okay, don't laugh. It was a stretch. I play a B-movie actress. Oh, <laughs> So it was a it was a really tough role for me, but um, I don't know. I just loved the script. I loved the cast. I loved the location. So I had a great time. Yeah. Proud yeah. of that. I'm proud of Terrifier too, even though I'm just mm. a small part in that. But I'm proud to be in that family because I love Terrifier. I love Damian yeah. Lillian, I Love David Howard Thornton. Yeah. Chuck, do you like uh, Terrifier? Yes, yeah, so that that first one was great. It, yeah. it really was. It, it surprised the crap out of me. I was you know just like wow this is good you know yeah I it's kind of shot. amazing so new where york, was it shot it's a new, new york, york movie new yeah 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 because the first one looks like long island so i you know i was looking at like this really looks like long island i i know these corners so yeah i shot my stuff in staten island it was so fun oh okay like, okay so nice and um, that would explain it, yeah so good to be on the East Coast. Yeah, I bet. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, so, uh, and what, um, oh, I, you have this movie called The Nun's Curse coming out. Ooh, I, yeah, I saw the trailers. Yeah. This is the first time I've seen you as a, well, first off as a nun, which is definitely a, a wild stretch of the imagination. <laughs> but an evil nun, that makes a lot more sense. But you're like, you're an apparition or is that what you are? I'm both. So mm. you see both. You see uh, myself sort of in, in uh, not really yeah. present time, but time with the prisoners. And then you see me um, coming back to haunt. And uh, I will say the makeup work that was done by Tony Rosen and Sean Crumbled. Tony did the Annabelle doll. So they had, oh. Sean did my Scalera lenses. I was blind. And they did oh. all the work. So the look, the exterior was so compelling. It was really well done. And um, and Tommy Faircloth, who I'm absolutely obsessed with, he's a great writer, director. I worked on Family Possessions with him. So he did, um, he wrote and directed this. And I'm really, I'm very proud of it. Comes out uh, May 7th. Did, did you have a, a Catholic background to draw from for this role? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was very interesting because he found the location and he and then he wrote the character and then he was telling me that and I'm like perfect. 
nice. All my angst out. All my aggression. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds like fun. It was so fun. Uh, what would be a dream role for you then? That's a really good question. Um, I think I would like to do either a werewolf or a vampire film. I love, I really love character work. So I love anything where I can transform and sort of, you know, get in that kind of um, physicality, makeup, where maybe I turn into something, you know, extraordinary with a lot of prosthetic work. So you want to be um, the werewolf then? Yes. You want to be the monster. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, Christian's like, you are the monster. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> reserving comment here. I feel like all my close friends are like, she is a monster. <laughs> and so, uh, how, are you, uh, how are you connecting with your friends, though, now, uh, now that we're in this quarantine world? Uh, I'm like, we're on house party all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I see. I see a. a I see the notification pop up on my screen now that you guys got me to uh, download House Party. I made play game. Drunk. I made Christian get on House Party so I could get him drunk and harass him all, you know, all hours of the evening. I don't know what House Party is. Poor gender. Well, what yeah. is House Party? I, I I'm not familiar oh with it. Oh my god, you must join, <laughs> Chuck. It's what an is app it? Where you know you could just like hang out with multiple people so there's multiple screens and we just drink and do what we're doing ah, right now nice that's perfect, perfect. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the cheesy pop culture questions okay yeah that's right up my alley so fun <laughs> yeah so um yeah go, go ahead chip okay um so um let me think uh you you've done a lot of stage work right yeah, in New York. Not okay, in LA. yeah, right. I've done nothing in LA, but in New York, yeah. Okay, I, I, how did how was like doing Shakespeare for you? Oh, Chuck, it was. I'm not kidding. The scariest fucking moment of my whole life. Not even giving birth compared to this. <laughs> I was like, because I'm like a perfectionist with my work. I really like when I do something, I want to do it really well. And I play Desdemona, mm -hmm. not really typecast, man. I mean, she's supposed to be, you know, fair and innocent. Um, <laughs> and so uh, it was difficult. And I was not um, very well acquainted with Shakespeare up to that point. I was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And when I did it, it was a real challenge. But I wanted to go for it. And taking on a role like that was quite um, tremendous. And I had a great time. And I'm still good friends with um, the amazing actor who played Othello, um, Gabriel oh. Salvador. He's a, an actor. He now lives in L.A. himself and does a lot of TV and film work. And that was a lot of fun. So uh, you, you've taken a long break after uh, being in Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. Uh, and and they offered you part two and part three. And you said, no, I want to go to college. I want to make myself a, a better human, uh, you know, with knowledge. And now <laughs> yeah. you're teaching. Now you're trying to teach your kids uh, <laughs> just to, <laughs> just to get, go outside, kids. Go, go play or something. <laughs> but uh, some people don't know the story of like why you what brought you away from. Uh, acting for so long and and then you were doing but you were doing Shakespeare in your 20s then right mm -hmm. so that there's maybe about how how many year gap did you have without doing any acting 
Well, so I did it, you know, obviously as a kid. And then um, I did a lot of theater in New York, like while I was in high school and a lot oh, of you did. theater. And then I went to NYU to school of the arts and I studied there and I went to Strasbourg and I tried to really learn like my craft. Oh. And, you know, I felt like I really wanted to learn how to be an actress, not just pretend that I knew how to act like I was an actress. Okay. So you were and, staying with uh, it the whole time. What's that? You, you stayed with it the whole time then. I did. I mean, I was always like acting. I was always, you know, okay. doing something, but not professionally. And then once I graduated from college, um, I, I worked, I had a business, I had my own business and, um, and, and then I started to find out that people on the internet liked Sleepaway Camp and there were directors out there who started like kind of asking me to be in their films. And that was like fantastic and exciting to kind of recreate, um, a life that I had done as a child being in Sleepaway Camp and uh, several other film projects. And now I was grown up and I knew how to I thought, you know, I learned how to act so I could go and start a career. And then I came out to California really like in my early 30s. And so I've been out here for quite some time. And, you know, now I'm just that's all I really do is TV and film, really film. Yeah. yeah. What you'd say is, is the, the, the one thing that sticks with you the most from uh, being in acting school. And, you know, it, the one thing that, that you always apply to everything you do. You know, I really learned um, sense memory. Like, Strasbourg is all about, like, your sensories, and that's true in life. And sort of, like, if I, if I play anything angry or maybe weather or music, I definitely utilize all of those tools. So now it's sort of like a muscle where I can pull on it. Like, you know, if I play a mean character, I know what to draw from. If I play an innocent character, I know. So I did gather all of those um, those pieces, and now I... I kind of um, I'm able to kind of draw from that. Wow, well, cool. Yeah, and that's amazing. Uh, oh no, I was just saying it's amazing. Um, uh, just to, to draw a little bit on your early days, I saw something about a Woody Allen film. Um, yeah. Well, what, what did you do on that? Um, I was cast as like a class a classroom student in one of his okay. films, um, and I got to really work with him. Which was, incredible just to see but he doesn't like actors to wear any makeup so that oh really horrific for someone like me who loves makeup i was like no yeah uh, they, they take it all off your face wow and i got to work gina rollins was the teacher oh cool that's that's amazing yeah what did you learn from that ah, so that was so cool so so Oh, Chuck, Chuck asked... Uh, <laughs> you can cut all this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chuck asked, what, what did you learn? Did you learn anything on that set? Um, certainly, I learned how to um, kind of... I would say, like, just in watching Woody Allen, it, it's like you have a deeper appreciation for technique and really, like, taking your time. And watching Gina roll in someone as absolutely extraordinarily talented as herself, just in how they prepare, mm. really. I mean, it's really all in your preparation. So it was wonderful to watch and kind of sit and be a, a real student on that set. 
Wow. I know you're someone who who really likes to work and uh, work as much as possible every day if you could. Is there a time or a, a few times where you you've said yes to a project, you get on set, and maybe you haven't read the script yet, and then you get to set and you're like, holy crap, what did I get myself into? Why am I on this film? Or are you just? I know you're easygoing, but have there been some really nightmare sets that you you said I should I should just be home and hanging out with the kids right now? With a glass of wine. <laughs> no, because I and you know me really well. I always find like the the good stuff, the positivity, the happiness. There's a reason for everything, and there's a reason why I'm. I always feel grateful. I'm so grateful to be on any set. Um, and I learn from everything. So I would never feel like, oh shit, why am I here? I'm always happy. I've never ever been on a set where I'm like, damn, I wish I could go home. You know, I mean, I always want to be home just to be with my kids, but I always want to be on set because I always want to work and learn. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, I'm just grateful to be exactly where I am. And I take from that and it's, they're always wonderful experiences. I feel I'm like, I am. I do wake up every day and as cheesy and as sappy as it sounds, my kids hate when I do this. Um, I'm so thankful. I wake up. The first thing I do when I wake up every day is like, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful to have another day to be, you know, in the industry that I love working in the genre I love and to have friends and family that are so amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, when you're producing a film, Oh, <laughs> Uh, tell us kind of your role because there's different kinds of producers. What do you like to focus on as a producer to to really excel? I love I love working with great people like yourself, um, who I can learn from because I come from the acting side. So it's mm. all I always learn with every project I produce on. I love working with the cast and the crew. That's like I feel like I'm a creative person, and I love putting everything together like I love seeing from the beginning of when we pick the script or the project to the you know the post the deliverables like I love every aspect and I love just being in the in the craziness of it yeah 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 so. you like being on set no matter what I love being on set we'll let you go then and we'll we'll call uh, this one a thank you for having me yeah thanks for well, thanks for being here and thanks for being on our first episode thanks for talking to us yeah Thank you for talking to me, and I appreciate it, and good luck with the podcast, and you know I'm going to stalk you and harass you to come on again. Yeah, I'll, ha I'll have you back. I want to have you as a guest host, too, so we'll do yeah. Yeah, we can yeah, attack yeah. some Yeah, <laughs> yeah, And get on House Party, Chuck. We'll House Party. Uh, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, have see fun, you. Guys. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Thank you all for listening to My Favorite Horror Movie. Please subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you podcast. You can also pick up our trilogy of books at MyFavoriteHorrorMovie.com. My Favorite Horror Movie is a Black Vortex Cinema production. Thank you all, and we'll see you soon, Dark Ones.